Oh, okay. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, episode 29. This is Thor, and today I'm here with... Fat Gamer Jeff. Tell me, Crook. Doc. And Sasquatch Senpai. So today we're going to go ahead and kick things off with some of our PS Plus games for January. I know it's been a little bit of a break. We've been enjoying our holidays, as I'm sure all of you have as well. Um, But we do have our PS Plus games now for both PS4 and PS5. Of course, remembering that the PS4 games are available on PS5 as well, since they're cross-platform. We have Man Eater, which is a shark simulator, however, that although it is for PS4, it's the PS5 PS Plus game. So if you have a PS5, you can download that. If you have a PS4 or a PS5, you can get uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider or Greedfall, which is um, by uh, what I've seen, an okay RPG, um, action RPG. Uh, It has kind of mixed reviews. Um, I have it downloaded just because it's free, um, so I'll see. But that's going to do it for the uh, PlayStation Plus games. So um, kind of going into our PlayStation theme, we are going to talk about the fall of PlayStation in Japan. Oh, God, so many articles. I didn't put them in order, but yeah, so... This was um, pretty recent... Yeah, just through a lot of market research studies done in Japan, a lot of the industry seems to be having doubts about Sony's future in the market overall. Um, This comes from just, you know, it being their primary market overall. It's where they're being a Japanese company and everything. But it is a much smaller market than compared to what we have here in the U.S., what there is in Europe and other places like that. There's just a lot less um, assurance from the marketplace values that they have. Sales have gone down. And this is in accordance also with the uprise in what Microsoft is doing in Japan as well. They're taking a full-on investment. They're looking for Japanese-based developers to purchase. They're getting a whole bunch of exclusives for their consoles here westward as well, which really is what Sony was known for. They were known for bringing over various GRPGs being a mm. Japanese company after all. So, yeah. Let's see. Um, and keeping on that note of consoles, um, we have an addition for a startup that makes an, a dongle for Xboxes that will keep watch over cyberbullying. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm on the fence about this one, but I also think that parents should you know, be the ones being the adults to their their own children. But it just monitors, you know, what their kids are saying, what's coming to their kids as well. Um, so it's using voice recognition software. Parents plug it in. The headset goes through it. It recognizes the stuff. Then it reports to the parent specific things that are being said back and forth. So if their kids being a little okay. shit, they would know. Yeah. Now, and they have the ability to program certain words, like extra stuff, in to listen for. Um. Yeah. So there, it, it comes with your, you know, your basic stuff. Uh, some rather profane, probably racially insensitive words, which are, you know, very common amongst the insults 
thrown around, spewed around, as well as um, anything might, might be deemed homophobic and stuff like that, to yeah. being able to be more of customized for from the adult for their children. So just some stuff they might not want their younger kids saying, as opposed to, I don't know, a 17-year-old that they're still trying to keep tabs on. Yeah, yeah. So Nintendo shuts down Play versus uh, Collegiate Super Smash Bros. Ultimate League. Um, so reportedly, Nintendo has asked Play versus to not offer Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as part of their Collegiate Esports League. Um, Play versus had previously planned to introduce it into the spring 2021 season, um, but it has been posted that they are not going to. Um, and this is a it hasn't officially be, been confirmed by Nintendo, but the report from Play Versus is that, um, quote, the request it was a request by the publisher who wants to wait to restart their college initiatives at a later date. Um, so uh, there could be various reasons as to why they would want to hold off on it. I think it's kind of silly because I get that there's a lot going on remotely right now. But being that so much is going on remotely, um, Collegiate Esports has still picked up pretty well. Um, so I think it's a missed opportunity. I, I don't know. It's kind of just speculation as to why, though. Um, but indeed, we likely will not see um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in the Collegiate Racket this season. Well, I mean, also, you have like Blizzard pulling out of that sort of thing completely. That's where they're heroes of yeah. the storm. Uh, esports was primarily played was through uh, collegiate events. Um, mm -hmm. You have other ones kind of sticking to it. Uh, I mean, right now would be the time for anything like that, honestly. But yeah. seeing as how Nintendo kind of has trash online capabilities currently, uh, not much is being missed there except from the diehards, especially considering that. Nintendo actively shuts down any sort of fan-made uh, utility or tool that allows uh, the different older generation consoles or even their current ones to connect better mm -hmm. and play with each other better online. So, yeah, yeah the uh, I'm I'm pretty sure them wanting uh, ultimate pulled is because of the uh, the frame free melee movement, mm. and they don't want to get that broadcasted. Again. Yeah, and um. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just disappointing because there's really there's there's just not a lot available to begin with in collegiate esports, and so one less game is kind of a big blow. Um, but hopefully this year will with uh, the uptick in uh, notoriety or not notoriety, but I guess uh, how how well known collegiate esports are becoming, there's more and more availability popping up. So we'll just have to keep an eye on it. So GOG decided against releasing Devotion, and it's such a bad look. Uh, yeah, so GOG is actually owned by CD Projekt Red, who is also mm. currently in the midst of, you know, kind of a debacle with older generation consoles involving Cyberpunk 2077, which might I admit, if you're on a current gen's OPS5 or Xbox series, it runs fine. Or if you're on a PC, it looks immaculate and runs immaculate, minus a few open world uh, bugs but uh besides yeah. some floating cigarettes and falling through the map <laughs> i have never actually fallen through the map i had some t-posing npcs i've had a couple crashes and that's it i did have a weird I'm, sound bug that was fixed when i was like oh i have a graphics update a, gra a driver update i was walking down the street one time and just exploded and died it only happened once but i was like what the fuck 
That least is hilarious. <laughs> I didn't every think once in a while. Every once in a while, uh, riding on a motorcycle through a like heavily populated area, you'll just suddenly start t posing on your motorcycle for like a couple frames. It's just Olympic acts. I don't know. I, I just think I'm asserting dominance <laughs> over over the people of Night City. <laughs> that's, V's, that's V's job. But uh, yeah, so Devotion is a um, a horror game from the that was pulled from Steam after its original debut in February of 2019. Um, and this was due to backlash over a quote unfavorable reference to Chinese President Xi Jinping. Um, <laughs> that it, one of the two references. It was absolutely a Winnie the Pooh reference. It was a poster <laughs> yes. and everything. <laughs> nice. And so Excellent. Steam put it back on there. Um, it was removed from their Chinese Steam server, which makes oh, sense. Oh, no. Um, that original version is the one that was released onto GOG. Uh, but GOG decided to cave from uh, backlash from gamers rather than you know probably oh. a invested interest from a certain uh country <laughs> government <laughs> yeah hmm. <clears throat> hmm. um they the developers did post a they did post um a statement on the entire thing um and I quote, for the players looking forward to Devotion's re-release, please accept our most sincere apology. This is a difficult predicament to overcome, but we won't stop striving. <clears throat> so they're looking for ways to get it released kind of like how they want to. Um, it, it falls through a lot of like uh, ch- Chinese-specific horror themes, um, that sort of thing. So maybe it'll be re-released uh, again, but CDPR really did not have a good last few weeks, <laughs> including this yeah. issue. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit. I moved the itinerary a little bound around because <laughs> we have a, quite a few things on um, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, so I clustered yeah. them all together there. So um, let's talk, talk about Cyberpunk. Um, it sold more than 13 million copies, um, regardless of you know what's going on with it that's still a lot now is that including anything that might have been returned on older consoles or is that just P- uh, ps5 xbox series pc copies i'm i'm not sure if i had to guess just knowing how statistics work that's probably not include that's probably they're probably it, it not includes, accounting for returned copies it or anything but some of the digital and physical <clears throat> refunds it is including mm. a lot of that Ah. I wonder what the uh, return percentage was, because I know I've spoken to people who are running the game. I mean, it doesn't look as good as it can. It looks, you know, like a PS4, Xbox One game, but they're running it fine on their (laughs) pro variant of those consoles. Yeah, that's what Um, I've heard, too. I've got a friend playing it on an Xbox uh, One S. And and. They say it's absolutely fine. A few bugs yeah, just, there, but it plays yeah. fine. And honestly, like I don't know what people are expecting with their eight-year-old fresh yeah. <laughs> off-release 
console that gets dated in a couple months with new hardware being released but <laughs> they they promised it would be released on all of them like that was them they made that promise in... hey oh, i, I guess i didn't say released? it would be released on like stunning graphics but i mean you'd expect it i suppose <clears throat> witcher 3 still looks awesome yeah, but if you go back and look at a console compared to what the PC looks like, it is vastly different. Like, I played through The Witcher 3 first on a PS4, and I played through it again on the PC, and it was, like, completely different. I believe you. Like, it looks stunning on my PC. I mean, I've never played it on a console, though, so I guess I'm just sympathizing for things I don't know shit about. <laughs> we all do. Well, hey, sure. Jeff, speaking of The Witcher 3... No, nope. we're not have talking you, about that. Have you? Have you, first, though? No, first rule about Witcher 3 is we don't talk about Jeff's Witcher 3 adventures, okay? That's like the opposite Ooh. of the first rule. So <laughs> what's, uh, what Witcher 3 adventures, Jeff? <laughs> the ones that I'm not having right now. All right. The ones you're Think having in Bellin? the prostitutes you're missing. I know. Uh, there listen. are a, a hey, Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to finish the uh, Warzone or whatever, the Modern Warfare Battle Pass this season, and then I'm not purchasing another one until I get out of Velen, okay? Don't lie to you me. Shut just up. not play that because <laughs> I'm going to start a new Warzone Strict Pass. Say I'm what? start a new game in, in The Witcher 3. Huh? And and you have to get no, out. You're not, no, you're not. You're not finishing that. No, you're not going to finish that statement <laughs> that you're on. about to make. I already no. I support, I support this statement. In fact, here I'll I'll launch The Witcher Three right now. <laughs> yes. Oh no! I will see I'm on my second playthrough Let's right now of it, Jeez. and I have made it out of Velen actually on my second playthrough well i'm doing all the side quests in villain too so i'm doing all the side quests as well Shut up. actually Shut like, up. Uh, <laughs> why why am i appearing offline it's like yeah i was playing a uh not so great public game <laughs> hey i i i enjoy getting my ass whooped and getting the camos okay so shut up <laughs> hmm so I guess uh looks like Death Stranding is getting a crossover for Cyberpunk also. No yeah, shit. so 505 and uh, Kojima Pro Productions. Um, it is a free update as well, coming to Death Stranding on PC, might I add. Um, so here's a rundown on the new content from Kojima Productions. Um, exclusive to PC, this free update for Death Stranding contains six new missions featuring characters and lore from Cyberpunk 2077, a game that needs no introduction. <laughs> uh, what's yeah. more, players can expect exclusive items and an all-new hacking function. Oh, and it's out now. Um, you know, hmm. it came out like a week and a half, two weeks ago-ish. <clears throat> so you get a, uh, 20, a Cyberpunk 2077-themed reverse trike vehicle, um, a silver hand modeled after Johnny Silverhand's robotic arm. Um, new holograms you can plaster all over your building stuff, which are the samurai symbol as well as the Atlas Trauma Team vehicle hologram for certain constructions, and several fashion items, including Johnny's Silverhand sunglasses. Um, so this is all free. Um, it's an entirely new, like little mini game throughout the game that you'll be able to participate in as well as Sam. So okay. it's a a really random crossover. But I suppose it's not that random, considering 
uh kojima himself is an npc in cyberpunk 2077 he makes a guest appearance as himself so uh most people will go out of their way or not out of their way to include something with kojima in it or throw him in their thing try to get a crossover so doctor an asshole (laughs) doc are you gonna try and get out of villain like before the podcast ends is that what you're gonna do oh no i was just gonna start up a character (laughs) That's why I said, Doc, you're an asshole. What, uh, what, what difficulty <laughs> are you playing on? Hmm. So, um, on that note, too, the last thing on um, Project Red was the they are apparently vigorously defending themselves in the class action lawsuit. I think we might have mentioned before. If we didn't, they are apparently... Uh, being sued in a class action lawsuit because of the game not working on past gen systems and sorry to be that guy but yes they are now past gen systems so uh, <laughs> last they, gen they they've planned to vigorously defend themselves uh, and as well they should <clears throat> yeah um it's some of their investors who lost money on their stocks you know pretty much tanking after they kept rising and rising that bubble burst when stuff happened um all that pressure they kept having to not delay the game anymore uh and we see why they were delaying the game trying to get some stuff worked out uh works on the newer of the older gen stuff not the old old gen works on everything else and so it makes sense that they would defend themselves vigorously as they quoted they will do um i don't see them really losing this especially if they feel like they have a case against it so yeah i think they're gonna come out fine on this personally we'll see yeah a couple patches down (laughs) the road and not to mention all of the free content that'll be released for it as well as the paid content Speaking of, there is a uh, page on the CD Projekt website that uh, that confirms that they are planning a early early this year uh, DLC content. Excellent, excellent. I mean, it can't be any worse than Anthem. Oof. <laughs> Were there any other updates on <clears throat> Cyberpunk? What, what you you finished it, right, Doc? Yeah, yeah, I finished it a couple days we ago. Both have nice, nice, nice. Um, so that- it's a blast. I I have not had that much fun in a single player game in forever. For real. Um, I honest like a lot of the time as I'm going through it, I'll do a lot of the side stuff, then that'll just wear on me. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just go finish the game. I actually enjoyed all the random little side stuff you can do because some of the some of the uh, the little random side jobs you get, the side missions, they, they're genuinely funny. They have funny characters. They lead into longer quest chains. They give you cool items. Oh, definitely. Nice. Like, then, uh, uh, there's a guy whose dick implant goes haywire and you get to drive him <laughs> around. Does that not happen with things. someone's vagina? You, know, uh, you don't need the... a vagina implant. It does. You, what are they doing? Making a deeper? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, you know, there's <laughs> always two sides to a coin, right? So <laughs> they added a vibrator. Hey, there we go. See, we can go. They got stuck. It in has there. a there there vibrating ring. Yeah. There you go. See. 
No, um, actually, the the uh, person who voiced and that character's model after is Jesse Cox. He does a whole bunch of YouTube content. Yep, you know who that is. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a lot of guest stars in the game, and they're usually for just like random side quests and shit too. It's cool. Nice. So I think the next thing on here is th- this is our fuck China article, isn't it? Back to fuck China. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the Asus-sponsored Hololive streams canceled due to allegations of Chinese intervention. Yes, so Asus is a Taiwanese-based company. Um, they also have international branches in Japan and China as well. Um, the Chinese ones they canceled their collaboration with the Hololive group. I'm sure everyone knows what a Hololive is at this point. If you don't, uh. It's a rabbit hole. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, you'll either hate it or you'll love it. Um, so what is with all of this? Is everyone just right now starting up The Witcher 3 to flex on Jaff? I think I think so, yeah. Yep, yep, sure is. <laughs> if mine was installed, I'd do the same, but it's not. <laughs> um, is this so... my back party? <laughs> Yes. So, screenshots from the Chinese social media site Bilibili, which is like uh, YouTube, um, where the Chinese ASUS community manager spoke out against the collaboration and threatened to get involved. And so, overall, ASUS, you know, in Taiwan, just canceled the event with the Japanese Hololive company in its entirety. Um, and this is following on in the footsteps of. The CCP threatening Hololive CN, which was just their, you know, Chinese streamers as well. Um, so there's just a lot of stuff going on with China trying to control any sort of collaboration between various companies that are in Taiwan, which is not part of China. <laughs> well, mm. well, we'll just have to see, I suppose. Look, see, there's, uh, there's, there's fucking messes going on in other countries too, hmm. not just ours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like I missed one of the cyberpunk ones. Uh, Microsoft adds performance warning to cyberpunk on Xbox. So instead of just yanking it all entirely like PlayStation did, they just they just threw on a warning, which seems some like what they would do. It seems um, like a normal thing to do, yeah, but Sony yeah. has been doing a lot of abnormal things recently with, yeah. you know, censorship and whatnot. Mm. Well, let's take a look at some more Xbox updates. Uh, looks like Among Us launches in the, X- the uh, eh, Xbox Game Pass for PC and will come to Xbox consoles um, sometime this year. Yeah, so um, it'll be free if you have a Game Pass on PC. Um, Everything on the PC is also available on console as well. Um, I believe there is also going to be crossplay. So a lot of the stuff that they're implementing in the game, like um, built-in voice chat, built-in area voice chat, so you only hear people within like a certain distance of you and whatnot. That's always fun. Um, That will be available. And yeah, the big... uh, social deception game where you deceive your friends or try not to be deceived and try not to be deceived and then killed by your friends who were deceived. Uh, you'll have it everywhere pretty soon. 
Nice. All right, and still in that theme of Microsoft and Xbox updates, um, looks like Ubisoft Plus subscriptions uh, subscription service is rumored to join the Xbox Game Pass. Hello? Hello? Oh. Sorry, my mic who... was muted. Oh. Oh, okay. Was like, I was like, I think that was Sasquatch. I was, I was like clearing my throat, so I don't want to. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, kill yeah. everyone's ears, and I started talking without resuming my mic's capabilities to transmit my voice. But well, uh, yeah, valid. so this is following on in the footsteps of how the Game Pass is getting access to EA Play Pass, which is a whole bunch of uh, EA games and whatnot. So. Um, this would be huge considering Games Pass already has, you know, the Bethesda library, which is, you know, includes all of their child companies under Zenimax. So uh, the Xbox Game Pass is quickly becoming the thing that you want to have. Um, yeah. There's no information on if there will be any sort of price hike to include all of these. But I mean, you're, mm. it's only $10, I think, for the PC variant. So it's already really a good deal. If it was like $25, it'd still be a killer deal because the Ubi Play Pass is all their entire library as well. So well, even just normally, because I got it free when I got Nitro and I yeah. think it's like it's it's I don't have an Xbox at all and I get plenty of use out of it just having a PC. So it's I, I think it's neat. Yeah, well, I mean, not every Xbox game in the past has a PC yeah. version um, going yeah, forward. You know, though, I know you don't get quite as much, now. but. Oh, every, okay. every, yeah, going forward, all of their games are going to be playable on console and PC. And same day release really is in fact. Oh, that nice. Mm -hmm. So it's just this huge, huge library that it it's, you know, there's no value not having it. <laughs> Especially if you do play a lot of like single player games, because that's where they're all going to be. You're going to get a ton of value out of this. Yeah, for sure. And it looks like uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is now playable in VR, which is pretty cool because that, that's the one that that's like fully mapped the entire like you can go anywhere, right? So being able yeah, to do that so in VR seems uh, the whole thing or you can get the special API for the superior Google Maps API, but that's just a tiny mod and everything. But yeah, you that can would, fly yeah, around. That would be awesome like, in VR. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Though you for the entire experience, you'd want the entire throttle and flight stick and pedals and everything. But uh, yeah, good luck finding those. Those are still <laughs> in high demand from the original release of Flight Simulator. And for those who have been living under a rock and do not know, KFC has announced their entry into <laughs> excuse me, the world of gaming consoles um, with the KFs, the KF console. I guess yes. that's how it would, um, which is an legit. No, this is a legitimate machine. It's it runs 4K, 240 frames per second, um, and it has a built-in chicken warmer. Which it's not at the very just least, a warmer; it keeps it crispy. Well, I mean, at the very least, at least it's it's only. I'm just happy to see that there's some utility. They're used doing something with the heat that gets produced from these machines. I guess. Uh. <clears throat> Mark Cheevers, PR and social media lead at KFC UK and Ireland. Um, he released this about the uh, 
machine of our dreams and future. <laughs> and I quote, this machine is capable of running games at top level specs, all on top of keeping your meal warm for you to enjoy during your gaming experience. <laughs> What's not to like? If Sony or Microsoft want any tips on how to engineer a chicken chamber for their efforts next time, they'd be welcome to get in touch. But this, the worst thing though, is that this encourages eating fried chicken with your while you're playing they don't games. Even like, say it's just for fried chicken though. They I'm literally just, just say like, throw the food in there. The last thing that I want near my remotes is fried chicken. Uh, I mean, it comes other, with other the terabyte SSDs already, so a VR ready uh, ray tracing tech. Like, this is a fucking <laughs> heifer of a, a gaming PC, <laughs> let alone meal warmer. <laughs> what's the what's the price point gonna be on it? It's gonna be like four grand. There's no way. No, I already. Oh, what was? I don't remember. Four K two forty FPS in VR. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember it was. Yeah, that's it's out of control, but it's there for those who want it. So if you can't find yourself a a Series X or a uh, uh, join PS5, us five, join the PC and, Master Race where we finally yeah. have weaponized keeping chicken warm. <laughs> Amazing. So I see no problem with this. Other than you know, a bit of grease on your keyboard or mouse, but you know, you can always keep wet naps next to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. most keyboards and mice are immune to even everything now. Just spray it wow. off with a hose, let it dry overnight, you're good to go. Why not, right? Well, yeah, my so their stuff is. <laughs> so Sony has ten movies uh, and TV shows based on PlayStation properties in production. So they haven't given any really good specifics, and there's been a lot of uh, Uncharted. Wins. Uncharted um, is the current I think that's one. one. That's one of them. There's there's been big rumors about Twisted Metal giving a TV show too. Huh. And Twisted that's Metal one that I would be, be super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, I have a weird you. not gang violence game? <laughs> that fucking last release was whack. <laughs> yeah, the last one. I mean, even the one before that was they 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 were on a decline. So I'd like to see a really good reboot with like a really good new Twisted Metal. That would be tits. Tits? Yes, tits. <laughs> nice. Jeff's like, yeah, titties. <laughs> he tuned in right then. I don't know what he's doing, but it ain't Damn, playing I The Witcher 3 and getting Oh my god, tell me, really? Oh yeah, I was god. over here yelling, tits! <laughs> <and nobody heard. laughs> I was right there so, with you, Jeff. <laughs> hashtag Jeff talking. Right? <laughs> So no rules, no problem. Deep Minds Mu Zero master uh, masters games while learning how to play them. Yeah, so uh, it's one of the current goals for um, Deep Mind. Uh, they develop advanced AI, and it's one of their goals to have this AI learn from just playing various video games without any sort of installed rule set or programmed rule set. And just figuring out how everything works on its own. Um, it's not just with uh, strategic games um, that like they're generally taught or programmed to play like Go, Chess, or Shogi. Um, they're actually looking at moving on to like 
visually complex games using the old Atari systems, old Atari games. So not only will our future robot overlords probably rip our arms off, but they'll beat us at chess and show you as well. Oh, very nice. Hmm. And it looks like Bloodborne and Demon Souls producer leaves uh, Japan's studio. And I think was is this did we not cover this before or is this something on top of that? Uh, I don't think we covered this before. Or is this something different? Oh, okay. It was someone else then. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. So uh, Teruyuki Toriyama, who um, is the head of SIE WWS Japan Studio, um, he is he left at the end of December, so late last year. Um, He's hoping to continue receiving support. He's hoping to work on new IPs. And that's what happens with a lot of these sort of uh, heads of studios. They get kind of shoehorned into making only one type of game as uh, Japan studio has been recently um, from Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh, even Sekiro. They're all, you know, the same style of game and he's looking to move on. Um, Armored Core. That's Japan studio still. And I from, know, I know. So <laughs> I, I, I found a place to bitch. Keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, he is moving on to hopefully work on more games that he wants to. So maybe he will start up a new mech game for you, Thor. But I already gave yeah. you a mech game. You should go play. I downloaded that, too. I need to I need to try that. It's on my backlog and I have it actually both on. uh I have that one, the one you showed me on uh, PS4 that was free, <clears throat> and then the one... Oh, um, uh, what's it? It starts with a C. Does it, no, uh, Walken? Uh, I don't remember. Hawken. 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 That was it, yeah. And then there's God. the um, the other one that you showed RTS me. RTS one. Yeah, that the, the came with the uh, Xbox Game Pass, and I actually have that one downloaded. That is uh, the Mech Warrior universe, so... Nice, nice. Actually, the Mech Warriors in that game's universe. Yeah, technically. So, so video games are a bigger industry than movies and North American <clears throat> sports combined. Thanks to the pandemic, uh, with an asterisk there. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. It's, so it's yeah, been, it's definitely been a year for video games. Uh, global sales went up 20% to nearly 180 billion in 2020. So, uh, and experts in who, who watch the market and market shares and everything, they don't see this growth taking a hit in 2021 either. Um, after the release, uh, the continued release of the new consoles that become more available as people will hopefully be able to start (laughs) going outside more and more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of this growth can definitely be seen from people, you know, not having many other alternatives, especially for what we had like a, a two, three month stretch there where there was literally nothing we could do. Yeah. <laughs> so that probably helped across across the board, console wise, PC wise, even mobile gaming. Um, and it's a hobby that people probably will not put back down because it does require, you know, sort of an investment. People want to get their money's worth. People. Like, oh, I enjoy doing this. This is fun. I'm sure a lot of uh, premium subscriptions on certain websites went up, too. Just saying. 
Do you want to promote your OnlyFans or something, Jeff? Hmm. No, 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 no. no. I was, uh, <laughs> I was the hub. Jeff's uh, OnlyFans and Pornhub <laughs> account will be available in the link following this podcast. I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to rebrand though to uh, not so fat gamer Jeff or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just average gamer Jeff? <laughs> average, yeah, average, weight, average dad weight. bod gamer Jeff. There we go. <laughs> Didn't, I thought we decided on uh, lewd gamer Jeff. Yeah. I'm down. That is content yeah. you'd be able to put on OnlyFans right there. I know just the oh, games yeah. for you on Steam. I buy them for my buddy all the time and he hates me. Oh, right. Yeah. Like Fap Gamer Jeff. Fap Gamer oh, Yeah, it. that's an easy change. Then you don't have to change your initials either. Yeah, there you go. You can literally, yeah. You can. <laughs> Yo, that's genius. And then we just call you Fappy. Oh, goodness. Fappy. <laughs> I call him Jaffrey. Fapri. I don't call him Fafri. Fafri. Yes. Fafri. Fafri. It's hard to say Fafri. Fafri. Okay, I'll get this down for you, buddy. I think Fapgator. Fap. Fap. So uh, what Fapri. sort of progress are you making in The Witcher 3, Doc? What was that? What sort of progress are you making in The Witcher 3 right now? I'm just kind of slowly going through the, uh, the introductory. Uh, I'm, past, I'm past the tutorial now. Okay. Watch you running the walls with Siri. I, I've been watching. <laughs> so uh, the next thing, and this should be of good interest for Doc, because I know he's been wanting news on this. Uh, the so finally some more news about the Final Fantasy VII remake. No, nothing on part two, but there have been some rumors about a definitive edition that will be coming to PC, PS5, and Xbox One. Now, as with any rumors, take it with a grain of salt. These are specifically 4chan rumors. Um, so again, you always want to take them um, as they are. What this rumor claims is that it will be coming out um, as expected earlier the, or later this spring. Um, and it'll be called Definitive Edition, which will be mostly geared for the next-gen and PC. It'll offer higher resolution and frame weight. <laughs> And frame rate with better, uh, high quality models. So a lot of the kind of shitty models that we saw are going to get replaced. Um, it'll feature DLC similar to the character episodes of Final Fantasy 15, which will focus on side characters like Barrett, Tifa, and Aerith. Um, and the DLC will be available as a separate download on PS4. New additions to the game, like costumes, side missions, and um, a wave-based survival mode. Um, and it will be released on PC as well as PS5. Um, but it, it apparently will eventually come to the Xbox Series S and Series X also. So uh, if this rumor is to be believed, it sounds like it'll come to PS5 and PC. And then eventually, probably in a, another year to xbox and an upgrade path will be given to owners of the original game hmm. so um i think that's neat. the only thing i wish i i really hope that if there is an upgrade path um that those of us who got the first class edition um get a free upgrade because that was a that was a hefty hefty dollar sign for the first class edition um but in any case, I'm sure that'll be like twenty dollars or something to upgrade 
and hopefully that'll come with DLC and stuff like that too. Of course, that should be um, sometime in April uh, because that's when the exclusivity is meant to end, and we will keep everyone updated. My guess is that as soon as they release something officially for that, it'll come with some sort of release of uh, part two and when it will be coming out or what to expect on it at least. Uh, which hopefully we'll see next month when we start getting some more Square Enix announcements. Um, so, uh, looking at Netflix, apparently they're going to be developing an Elder Scrolls show. Oh, God. Wow. I wonder, uh, I wonder how many bugs this yeah. episode will have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are people going to be crushed under mounds of rolling cheese wheels? Like down a hill, they're gonna be scenes where the the main character is fighting a a draugr, and they're just like, "Hold up, I gotta eat this cheese." And as far as I know, I think this. I think that was they officially announced it now because it started out yeah. as a rumor. But yeah, they've officially announced that it is going to be coming out. There's no date exactly yet, I don't believe, um, but it is in uh, production right now. Has anything been released on where it's taking place, what era it is? Anything um, like that? No. Or is it just, here, have some Elder Scrolls, Todd Howard, rolling money? Yeah, so yeah, pretty much so far they haven't really given anything. Um, Tamriel is a huge place, it could be anywhere. Uh, they, they, they've said that they're officially doing something in the Elder Scrolls universe. I, I don't think they've even mentioned how closely or not closely it will be related to any of the games um if i had to guess it would if it was going to be related to anything it would be elder scrolls online just because of it's um you know they're always wanting people to get to get uh to get it so um or it could tie into elder scrolls 6 we don't know but they yeah they haven't really given any information at all okay so you know how you guys give jaff shit for not finishing witcher 3 Mm-hmm. Okay. I never finished Oblivion or Skyrim. I never played Sky or Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah, I, I never Oblivion. finished Oblivion. My either. favorite Morrowind, but Oblivion was better than Skyrim, in my opinion. I mean, I never finished either, but the biggest thing I missed was fucking um uh what what do they call it um acrobatics. I missed mm. acrobatics a lot. You should check out the Skywind mod for Skyrim. Oh, oh yeah, I definitely fixed it with mods when I got it for PC. No, 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 saying... no, 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 no. Uh, for Skyrim, a mod called Skywind. It's the they're in the process Skywind. of bringing the entirety of Morrowind. Oh yeah, into the I heard Skyrim about that engine. Well, a- and a bl- were they bringing like a, a, uh, Morrowind, Skyblivian. Oblivion, and yeah. Skyrim no all into? About... No, um, Skyblivion's its own mod. Oh, okay. It's a okay. different game and everything. So gotcha. So uh, Tencent has become Digital Extremes' parent company in yet another plot twist. <laughs> so Digital Extremes, for anyone not versed in what they do, they are the developer behind the very popular game Warframe, um, and Tencent has now become their owner, their parent company. Um, and digital uh, Tencent did like to say they will remain creatively independent with ambitious plans for 2021. Um, 
Digital Extremes explains that the Hong Kong-based video game holding company Leao uh, Leo had purchased a majority of their shares in 2014, and now Tencent have acquired Leao, becoming their parent company for Digital Extremes. So, from you know one parent company to uh, another parent company, um, they have gone on to explain that and put forth that they will remain independent, and pretty much Tencent will just receive you know money in exchange for just owning them so <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice um so they're also talking about how the chinese version of warframe will this will might help speed up how often it's updated and catches up to the western release of warframe because it is currently like years behind content so <laughs> So, um, Nintendo wins a lawsuit against uh, Maricar Japanese Maricar or oh Maricar Japanese street go karting for copyright infringement. I'm guessing because of Mario Kart. Yeah, so it was a touring service where you would rent a go kart and dress up like a Mario Kart character and tour around the streets of Japan. Um, mm. <laughs> road laws a little more lax there, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so and this this lawsuit began in 2017 um, with Nintendo's lawsuit against Mari Car, the, the company that they were they're suing. Um, it let locals and tourists drive around the streets of major Japanese cities in a go kart, all while dressed in costumes nigh identical to those of Super Mario costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been something going up, something that's been going on, and three years later, Nintendo finally wins their lawsuit. Uh, I, I mean, I understand wanting to protect your I, IPs, but Nintendo is definitely like the no fun, one of the no fun yeah. video game companies. <clears throat> um, Mario Kart did rebrand to Street Kart. Um, <laughs> and they do have a new disclaimer that pops up on their website saying Street Kart is in no way a reflection of Nintendo, the game Mario Kart. We do not provide rental of costumes of Mario Mario series. Nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> so PlayStation 4 has released um their 8.0 update. Um so it, it a lot of it's back end but it has added some improvements to two step verification making it easier to use. I definitely recommend using two step verification if you don't. It's a great extra security step. Um and they also added a plethora of new avatars as well, which is something that they had been lacking for quite a while. Um but that's really the only big things out of that 8.0 update. I'm guessing PS4 is now going to start phasing out of really any kind of major updates and things are going to focus on PS5. So I would expect that future updates will just be minor things like this. Uh, let's see. A bug in the Epic's, uh, Epic Game Store launcher raises CPU temps on some PCs. And a partial fix is available. Was this mine? Someone else's? I'm not positive. Because I just went through and clicked uh... on literally everything that had my name next to it. (laughs) That's how I do it. Was that one yours, Docs? Oh, no, no, it's yours. It's yours. It was the last... 
No, no, it's Sasquatches. It was the last thing he posted before we were going to go last week. Here, I'll open ah. the link. Oh, you find it? Uh, no, I just said, ah. Oh. Let me see. How did I miss that? I missed a couple things, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff because we had <sighs> AFK for three weeks there, so. Yeah, one night <laughs> I just kind of slept through the podcast. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I found it. Glancing at it, it looks like the headline says most about what's going on. It's it's, um, it's alarming, but they are putting fixes out. It looks like so. Yep. So it's it was a driver issue, or with how Epic interacted with various uh, hardware drivers. Um, drivers, hardware can be finicky things because there's really just no set solution for how everything interacts. Um, Epic is aware of the issue. So, yeah. Um, seems just terminating the Epic Games Store, the launcher, solved a lot of the issues since that was the one gobbling up all of the CPU usage. So, yeah, if you're not, just to be safe, if you're not using something, just close it. It doesn't take that long to open it back up. Yeah. So. But it was creating a rather drastic increase in temperature and usage of different hardware. So. From 20 degrees Celsius to 57 Mm. in some cases. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat finally has a release date again. If you recall on our – I believe it was our, just our last podcast, we talked about how Mortal Kombat – the Mortal Kombat movie has had its release date delayed indefinitely. Um, but they have changed it now to April 16th will be the release date for the new Mortal Kombat movie reboot. And it's going to be both in theaters and on the um, – the, uh, Stupid HBO thing that they're doing. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. However, that works. But um, it's April sixteenth, and so it's not delayed actually all that much, which is good. Uh, yeah, it seems like it, it wasn't delayed overall too much. I guess. Yeah, uh, I was expecting a waiting way on worse a trailer or something, but whatever. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean that's the only four months away. I would think that we would have something by now. So hopefully, we'll see a trailer soon. That'd be nice. And then looks like we have a little bit more on Tencent. I guess I should have moved this up. Um, but to, let's see. Huawei purges, um, then reinstates the Tencent games, uh, or Tencent games as negotiations heat up. Yeah, Huawei is the. Um, they are the. Technically, they own the largest sharehold of mobile phones on the market. Um, predominantly. Chinese mobile markets, but they're also prevalent in other uh, Eastern Hemisphere countries. So you're talking like India, where a lot of the cheaper phones are produced and sent to the masses. Um, So this is, you know, a Chinese version of the Apple versus Epic um, debacle we currently have going on. Um, But rather than, you know, still just keep them off the store, they've reinstated Tencent Games' ability to distribute their games on their platform. Um, Tencent is looking for uh, Huawei to 
tone down the amount and uh, lower the amount of money that they take from their digital distribution. So much like how Epic is fighting its Apple for that 30% or about how many developers uh, their games on Steam are sold, you know, with a, a cut percentage always going to Steam and whatnot. Tencent wants that amount lowered so they get a larger profit share from it. Hmm. Um, and this is mostly because Tencent is currently having a 50% cut taken away from them. So that's a much larger revenue share than what we have going on over here in our, which yeah. is pretty standardized Western. So. So let's see. Oh man, I'm going to fuck this up. Uh, Yusuke, um, Seito Yuko Taro are working on uh, new near games. Is that, is that right? Did I even come close? <laughs> Yosuke Saito and uh, Yoko Taro. Okay, that was close. Well, close enough. Ask our resident weeb to pronounce it for us. <laughs> yes. I studied this language in college. <laughs> I learned how to pronounce names. Yay. I, you know, I had independent studies with your ex-girlfriend and she was learning Japanese. I believe that you. she was. She mm -hmm. dragged me to those Japanese classes. <laughs> that is so I, cute. I paid money in college to learn this to watch anime without subtitles <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes so yosuke uh, saito is the series producer um of the near series while uh yoko taro is the director yoko taro is the one constantly seen with the weird little you know robot mask with the big old goofy creepy okay, smile okay. and whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> now you know who yoko taro is <laughs> I, i've but, heard uh, it before but it, yeah okay okay I, I put it together now yeah so this was in a live stream uh in an interview with v jump and famitsu uh famitsu being a very popular japanese gaming publication um the pair revealed that they were working on two new near games um saito Explains explained that uh, Yoko proposed the idea for one of the games around a year ago, but at the time Saito just said he didn't want to do it. And then eventually through pestering and pestering and pestering, uh, he was convinced to work on it. <laughs> uh, he's apparently he goes on to talk about how he's still reluctant to work on it, but will still and he would quit if he would, if he could uh, in a joking sort of manner. But uh Yeah. Um, the other game, the one not the one they were talking about, will be released first. Uh, we do have um, their mobile game coming up as well. That could be one of the games being spoken of and being talked about. Um, Replicant is still in the works as well, and that is not one of these two new games. So I, I was going to say that's not really a new title. That's just a a, a remaster, like a yeah. shiny remaster. Yeah. And let's see, Top Hat Studios share receipts of a game called Sense, a cyberpunk ghost story, citing abuse and gaslighting. Uh, yeah, so... What? So, this is a wild tale about how hmm. the company is being harassed and harassed and harassed by not only the public, as a lot of public, you know, as a lot of... Let's be real here, it's Twitter. Twitter, various users on Twitter are harassing them for the choices they chose for their character design, um, for the characters in their game. 
And this is also coming from now apparently industry adjacent people. So people also in the video game industry, uh, producing, developing journalists in quotes, journalists, you know, no, they're, they're I think we're as much of a journalist as they are, honestly. <laughs> it is an honor, I think, sir. I think we're more trustworthy and less douchebags somehow. <laughs> we're just morons, a- honestly. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. I thought I was the only one. Why? Um, so this is a pretty hefty release by them on what was going on, but this has been something that's been happening for months and months on end as more and more of their game um, has been revealed. Um, in the short of it, they have received threats, death threats, all sorts of threats you can imagine for both Twitter, Facebook, and email. Um, they continue going on like this isn't a sort of advertisement ploy that you would kind of expect maybe. Uh, you, you've kind of seen that as well with like various actors or other newspapers, journal- other journalists lying about stuff they've received as kind of a ploy, you know, an advertisement for their ability and whatnot. Yeah. Saying, hey, hire me. I went through this shit. I deserve it. Yeah. So they go on to release hundreds of different sources of the the uh, threats that they have been receiving across all of these platforms. Um, and it is kind of rather... Uh, <laughs> disgusting let's see uh one of them goes on about <laughs> they're insensitive towards the company's native uh their native origins so they are being racially insensitive towards the the people who worked on the game from japan um calling it uh oh god i don't even want to say it <laughs> e, that bad yes <laughs> it starts with a c and ends with a k <laughs> I just this sort of thing just needs to to stop. Like you yeah. don't like something, that's just, great. Just go on with your life. Just keep no scrolling. reason to put yourself out there as the yeah. asshole attacking people in a public square. Yeah, canceled geez, man. Yeah, it's just the cancel culture. Well, they're gonna get away with it because you know it's it's the mob mentality. Yeah. It's just pile on and pile on. It's the cool thing to be doing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably gonna buy just because they didn't cave. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea what the game's about, <laughs> but I've been on like a cyberpunk kick recently, so a yeah. cyberpunkish style kick. So, so on a little bit lighter note, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three Studio Next Level Games has been acquired by Nintendo. Nintendo not being a dick in one of our articles. Look at this. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Next Level Games, they're the studio who created uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, um, the most recent entry into the franchise, uh, the series. Uh, Nintendo has announced that they have officially acquired the Canadian company. Nintendo now owns Canada, so. (laughs) (laughs) So this purchase was made to fully transition uh, NLG to a first-party studio rather than a second-party studio. they've worked on a, a ton of previous Nintendo games, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 being the most recent one, a Metroid Prime Federation Force, and a few more that are just Nintendo exclusives as well. So they've slowly been working their way up the chain of what Nintendo has trusted them with their IPs, which it's very hard to have to let, get Nintendo to trust you with one of their IPs. So, yeah. as you can see, they don't let people race around Japan's streets in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, 
the acquisition itself won't be officially closed until March 1st of the year. Um, we'll, we'll probably see a lot more games with the Nintendo IPs attached to them coming from ML, NLG, but their previous games have been great. Luigi's Mansion 3 was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. But I've always enjoyed the weird off-the-wall Mario games like Wario Land. I've never really liked just the plain Mario games. Mm. That was hilarious. Mario Sunshine, still the best Mario game. So, in the fighting front, Doc, we have an announcement of King of Fighters 15. Yes, it has officially been announced. Um, there is basically no other details. They they premiered a basically 30-second clip of it, um, which was mostly very cinematic-looking angles of actual gameplay. So it looks oh, so pretty. It was gameplay. Yeah, there was there was a little bit of gameplay and a little bit of cinematic. Um, okay. Didn't really get much look at what kind of UI it's gonna have. So I don't, I don't think I saw any like health bars or anything. Um, but mm. it looks smooth. It looks pretty. And man, I'm excited. But that that little clip oh. was just not enough. It left me wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, there's no real other news to announce other than it's it's announced and there's it's 30 here. seconds of video. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been a King of Fighters fan for a long time. I'm really excited for, for a new entry. I hope it's I hope it's good. Maybe it'll be like Dive Pick where one hit knocks you out. Wait, is that how that game works? <laughs> yes, you, you you dodge around every, the other people's dives because one hit knocks you out. One hit counts as a kill. Interesting. Okay, hmm. I'm telling you, your your Discord. They need to get it, and we'll we'll play it. It'll be a blast. It's easy to learn, difficult to master. There's teleporting, kicking. Nice. There's backwards diving. There's 15. I think there's no. There's like 12 characters. I think. Cool. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll take a look at that tonight. Dive kick. So um, next, we're going to go into some of our updates. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is some Star Wars updates. I'm particular. I'm particularly excited. Uh, when we mentioned on our last podcast of the new Star Wars properties coming, uh, I mentioned we have we have some more properties coming in the High Republic era, which I am super stoked about because this is kind of the golden age of the Jedi and Jedi and uh, lightsaber lores. Kind of one of my favorite parts of Star Wars. Um, and there are some releases now that you can look at. It's uh, as of January 5th, we have uh, the uh, one of the books published, which is Star Wars: The Light of the Jedi. Um, and there's some comics posted or published as well. Um, still not any further word on the TV sh- show and or movie. Uh, I, I can't. I, I know the acolyte is going to be in the High Republic era, but I can't recall if they have determined if it's going to be a tv show or a movie um but that's going to be coming but if you do want to look into it you can now get the book um the light of the jedi um and there's one thing a note i wanted to read on here um this is by a quote from kevin scott um and it kind of describes the era that we're going to 
with this uh, and why I'm really excited about it. So he says, um, this is the golden age of the Jedi. This is when they're at their heights. These are the peacekeepers who have pretty much done their job exceptionally well. There's been peace for hundreds and hundreds of years, and so the galaxy has entered a period of prosperity and progress. And now that's changed the way the Jedi view themselves, view the Force, and in some cases, view the laws of the Jedi as well. But, most importantly, it's changed the way that the Jedi operate. They're not hidden away in temples, and there's not just one temple on Coruscant. There are outposts and temples on every major planet in the Republic, and the Jedi are out with the people. They're, they are part of life. People are used They're to seeing the them. Yeah, people are used to seeing them, and the people love them, and that's what gives a special like, – that gives a special responsibility to the Jedi and perhaps a little more flexibility in how they work, but also, above all, to be the beacon of light that they need to be for an ever-growing galaxy. So I am super stoked about this. I think this is going to be the first time in as long as I can remember that I've bought a comic series the same year that it was published. Um, ex- hey, I can't even remember the last time. Um, and it probably w- and same with a book published too. So it's um, I, I'm I'm super excited and. Um, uh, I, I'm a little nervous at the same time, but especially after reading this expert, this excerpt, I think it's going to go really, really well. So uh, I'm planning on getting it some point this year, and I will keep everyone updated. I know it's not directly video game related, um, but I feel like Star Wars still fits in there. So, so it's the High Republic, essentially. Yes. That's okay. the it's the so it's there's a line of comics, a book, and a movie or, and or TV show coming out that are all based that era, and it's basically I think what is it two hundred years prior um, to the pre to episode one Phantom Menace, so it will be the oldest uh, canological Star Wars property to date. Let's see. We have some light Pokemon Go updates. These have been out for a little while, but um, we still have some time. So they announced that they're doing the Pokemon Go Tour Kanto. So you can experience the wonder of the games that sparked the global phenomenon with the uh, Kanto event. Um, It uh, looks like it is going to cost to go, um, and it's going to be on February 20th. So still some time on there, but lots of opportunities to get shiny Pokemon, especially um, 1 through 50. On our Final Fantasy XIV front, there's a lot of updates coming through. Um, Not quite so much as far as patches, but a lot of hinting and information that's going on. If everyone's had a chance to read that live letter, it's kind of packed with some hints. Normally. we would see uh, Yoshida come out with some sort of uh, hint, right, as to what's going on. Like at one point when he hinted that Stormblood was going to include Red Mages, he had a Scarlet Witch t-shirt, and he said, the only hint I can give you is the shirt I'm wearing, and everyone put it together. Um, And he's done that with his live letter and a poem that he's put here, but it's a little ambiguous. 
Um, he does mention that they are going to be giving out more information um, during their announcement in their fan festival in February. That's going to be on February 5th. So mark that on your calendars um, for February 5th. But before then, we are going to do a special where we talk about Final Fantasy XIV, the story so far, and kind of our hopes and theories for where it's going to go before the announcement. So look to um, look for that on Friday the 29th, which will be oh, one that's week. that's the day for it? Yep. So, that, so I figured that'll be a good day because that's a week before the announcement. The announcement is going to be on February 5th. So the right. 29th will be one week before that. Um, so I figured that would be a good day to do that, um, especially because if we do it, uh, we, we already know that that time is good for us, and that's kind of the normal time. So it should uh, slot in there fairly well. Um, but at least sometimes towards the end of the month, we're definitely going to do that because I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Um, and we are going to have a guest star with us, uh, the Night Sky Prince who has a YouTube channel and Twitch channel, and he's been in, going into Final Fantasy XIV quite a bit lately. Um, I had a chat with him, and he's going to join us in our special when we uh, discuss the upcoming expansion and fan festival. Um, nice. So make sure you stay tuned in for that. Um, like I said, I, I'm thinking the 29th, which is our normal time, will be then. Of course, I still have to get some things confirmed. Um, when everything is 100% confirmed, I will post on our Facebook page um, about it. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, and then the last thing on here is our RuneScape updates. Um, so the big, big thing right now for RuneScape is that RuneScape has turned 20 years old officially. Um, wow. God. Yeah, 20 years, <laughs> oh, 20 years old. old. I know, right? Um, I would have, May if I, I still had access you. to my original account, I'd have my 20-year cape uh, in a few months. But I have to wait another year, I think, for my current main account. Um, but yeah, they're having a big party in Lumberge Crater. Um, they're going to be doing stuff all throughout the year that they say. Them Wait, is what happened? Why is there a crater in Lumberge? What have I missed? Oh, shit. Yeah, no, the lot is. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, okay. So, long story short, um, <laughs> long story short, the gods came back to RuneScape and which started the new, a new age. Okay. Uh, and the very first thing that happened when the gods came back is that Zamorak and Saradomen started fighting in the middle of Lumbridge. Um, and it was a huge world event that lasted like a month and a half. Um, and it, they've been kind of repairing it after, ever since. Like, it was this huge, nasty crater. Now, years later, it's kind of repaired and there's like grass grown over it and stuff. Um, but yeah, oh. no, it's, it's, it's grown a lot <laughs> over the years. Um, I remember I re-upped my subscription and I never left fishing and chopping trees where I was. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just made money and then stopped playing again. <laughs> but, yeah, so so check out check out uh, the Lumbridge Creator for the event. One thing I want to point out, the Prime Gaming for Twitch Prime has its new thing out, and I want to give a warning to everybody. I found this out the hard way. Um, so the 
prime gaming thing that they're giving out now are these five things they call XP bombs, and they're pretty cool. You use one, um, and it'll give you plus 50% XP for an hour. So, neat buff. Apparently, you can't fucking bank them, though. So, you get five of them, and they say stacked in your inventory until you use them all. So, don't claim that from your Twitch Prime until you're ready to sit down for five hours and 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 do all of that, unless you're okay with losing an inventory space for however long. Don't know why they did that. but To get you to use it, not bank it for some other day. Yeah, I guess, but... Um... And and I, I suppose a lot of it is the um with the twenty year celebration they have a party going on at the crater and they have you know they usually have incentives to like do your bank standy skills there where if you're in the area you get an XP buff to any bank standy like skills so it kind of gets everyone together um as a community kind of like they do for other holiday some of the holiday events um and I'm guessing the thing is they want people to log in and go pop it and use it there and do all that so um. But yeah, check it out. You get a free cape and a free um what was it? Uh it might have just been a hood and cape. Uh let's see, you get a 20th anniversary outfit and cape um just for going to the event. This is not the veterans cape. It's something just for going to this event. So it's so, like uh, those party hats I have sitting in my bank. It's gonna be worth money one day. Um, probably From not. What, Fortress? Most of that shit's all Runescape just untradeable party now. There's some of it that is, but... I don't have Team Fortress anything. Dude, those, those party hats are so <laughs> valuable now. <laughs> I will never probably sell one, and it'll oh, just be I there until the game goes offline. If if I were you, I would just buy a keepsake key and keepsake it. Huh? Um, You can buy Good keepsake idea. keys that... Ba- they, I think you could buy one for like three bucks and basically you use it on an item and it'll turn it into a cosmetic override. You don't mm. lose it. You can unkeepsake it so it's not like you lose the party hat, but it'll let you turn it into a cosmetic override so you can flex it without having to give up your helmet slot. Huh. Can I macro it to rotate between all six, though? Um... I don't think you can macro it. You can use six different keepsake keys to make six of them. And like you can have pre-saved slots when you go in at any point, you can go in and change your overrides. You can make like loadouts, um, but you can't have it do it automatically. You'd have to click in and go and change it to one. So max. We'll just hit the fucking (laughs) bank load. (laughs) It's tied to my Facebook though. Mm -hmm. So I should be good. Yeah, dude, just set up a authenticator, man. If you haven't, oh well, you're fine. Those don't always work. I literally had my fucking EA account taken out from under me, even though I had an authenticator on it. The fucking the the customer support person, just whoever condoms, like yeah, sure, here you go. Have it removed. If if you have that (laughs) and a bank pin, then you should be pretty well protected. Um, they can even if you had it in your inventory, they have it now to where you have to enter your bank pin if you sell or drop anything over a certain value. Um, so they have it pretty well protected if you have a bank pin and have everything set up. Okay. But if you uh, ever do decide to get back onto RuneScape, just let me know because I, I I quit here and there like any other MMO, but I'm still pretty on top of everything with it, so I still know where all the good places to go are all that jazz. All you need to do is chop down trees, mine <laughs> rocks, and fish. <laughs> I am a man uh, of the land in that game. 
All right. So I think that's going to do it for our news updates. Um, what have you been playing, Jaff, since we uh, talked with you last? Not The Witcher uh, 3. Uh, <laughs> definitely not The Witcher 3. Uh, well, I booted up Rogue Company for the first time just now. Oh, I'll play that with you, buddy. Are you on? Is it on the Epic Store? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 He has to play a game with you, but like when I ask him to play something, he's like, Fortnite. Fortnite is not something. Listen, I play Warzone with you, and you haven't invited me in a while, so I've never played, and when I do, I invite you. So exactly. So we play Warzone together. Hey, and Jeff, I, I told you to ping me when you're on Call of Duty. I never get pings. I you know, dude. It's just... Thank you. But whatever. Cool. I think it's I the hour, know. like the time difference. Like, I just forget that, mm. you know, because I usually play like an hour and then it's like, oh, it's time to go to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow, you know? So, yeah. But I'll, uh, I'll make sure I do it next time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been playing, Tommy? Uh, you know, Cyberpunk and Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bullshit. You just threw in Witcher there to. Are we having a race? No, I watched her play past. it just now. Yeah, she was just playing it. She was. I, I, I know. I know. With my own eyes. Wow, she's, she's been going hard enough all week. Uh, no, like playing Cyberpunk honestly reminded me of Witcher, and I was like, wow, that's such a good fucking game, and I really need to do all the side quests. So I started playing that over Cyberpunk, which I do plan to finish Cyberpunk eventually, you know, whatever. But Witcher is still a beautiful game. It still <laughs> looks awesome. What, it really does. Later? It really it looks beautiful still. Honestly, I'm it playing it right now on Ultra, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, it I is, think yeah. the last single-player game I did literally everything in was The Witcher 3. It's such a good game. It's worth it, Jeff. You should like try it to do everything. <laughs> yeah, like I think you have a three people here suggesting The Witcher Three to you. I think you'd really get oh a kick God. out of it. <laughs> you guys just love being dicks to me. It's because I'm Hispanic, right? Oh man! You give it as this. Wow. You know, gotta throw in the race card because that's the only the only card I have. <laughs> It's not fair. I have the female card, but I can't ever say anything ever. The evil card? The female card. Oh, female, then... female. <laughs> I swear to God, you said yeah. evil. Appreciate Tell it. Me you, ought, you ought to start streaming that when you're doing, when you do the, because that's essentially a challenge, right? What you're doing, you're trying to pick it up, because that's more than what the uh, platinum and trophies requires, isn't it? Do any of them do that? Oh, or but to do, the, the max do all the side quests? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, actually. Honestly, oh. I just said one day What's on Facebook, I said, if I get over a thousand comments, I'll do all the side quests in The Witcher 3. And sure enough, I got we'll start, a thousand start comments. Streaming it. You're that's, welcome. That's one way to start getting <laughs> um, your Facebook page off the ground. That's true. You. You're yeah. right. You're Just right. I, I do it. need to. I, I should. I, I should. You're right. Twitch. I need to ask you guys how to do that. I've never streamed it. You're going to join yeah, my VTuber you group? Up. <laughs> your VTuber group? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah no for sure but that's all i've been doing <laughs> what have you been playing doc besides the witcher which we're watching you play right now oh my god uh let's see <laughs> you are already as far as jeff it's impressive <laughs> Son of a bitch. he literally just made his character like 30 minutes ago <laughs> uh, at the time we've done this podcast 
I, uh, I finished up uh, the main story of uh, Cyberpunk this week. I got a completely different ending from uh, from Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, let's say I played quite a bit of Guilty Gear, and I tried out a new browser-based fighting game. What was that called? I don't know. Um, I saw you guys talking about it, though. <laughs> it, it was it was really goofy. Um, oh god, I can't even remember what it's called. I played it for like three hours. <laughs> it's got like six characters and no no jump. Just, Didn't uh, you say that all those characters had like a different color variation as well? Uh, yeah, there are basically three characters and then oh, oh, three that's including them okay. three clone characters. <laughs> That are basically just a different color scheme with slightly different move options. Right, right. Um, but it's the game's hilarious. All of the sound effects are like someone pantomiming the sounds of hitting each other. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's um, awesome. And like all of all of the car- uh, all of the characters are just like real cartoon, like just some person doodling in their notebook. <laughs> oh, and so like when they do like having a when they do an attack, their their arm will have like more detail and it'll look real cool. But otherwise, they're basically just a a sketchbook blob. That's actually sounds really neat, though. That it art, really that, is that art direction actually sounds really cool. <laughs> um, the game runs really nice for for like I haven't played too many browser games, but I mean it feels like a really well done flash game. <laughs> um. Yeah. R.I.P. Flash. Um, (laughs) Didn't survive 2020. Not much did. (laughs) For real. So what have you been playing, Sasquatch? Um, I've been playing World of Warcraft a lot. Uh, I am taking over main tanking duties for my guild. So I get to do all the work and yell all the people without any repercussions for what I do. So that's kind of cool. Love um, tanking. It does require a lot of studying up on everything, and now I have to be the, the crayon-eating brains behind the operation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, waiting on a few certain people to catch up to me in Final Fantasy XIV. So Which I... I can I be the, the crayon-eating brains behind the operation there as well. <laughs> hmm. um, I'm, I'm almost done with the core game content. <laughs> Are you through Shadowbringers, though? Because I'm all the way through the end of Shadowbringers and all of that extra content, and I'm waiting for the last raid. Actually, I have one dungeon and the newest raid. He's um, waiting for the last raid. The way you said that, man. <laughs> you loved it. Um, I did. Cyberpunk is the most recent single-player... No, no, actually, I played, I played a lot of random shit in the last three weeks. <laughs> I repurchased Vanquish. Uh, it's like a weird action third-person cover-based, not-cover-based rope. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. It was $4 on Steam, and I played mm. it all through in one go. Oh my god, I love that game. Go nice. buy it. Um, uh, playing Ghost Runner. It's a really fun Mirror's Edge meets Cyberpunk. Uh, one-hit kill platformer type thing. Um, picked up Valorant again. A lot of stuff. I've just been playing a lot of stuff recently. Mm. Um, the Monster Hunter Rise demo is on Switch. I just recently really started playing that. So how is that? Yeah. Um, 
Edge Considering that Cyber- there is a leaked and then everything in that Capcom leaked has been pretty much correct all through last year, I'm going to wait for the PC release. Just because I want the, the mouse and keyboard and the monitor and the high fidelity graphics. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It plays nice. You're using a full co- controller. It feels like I was playing it on a normal console since the Switch actually has, you know, a full suite of controls for a console actually in Nintendo's life. Um, But I think it'll be really, really good once I play it on a PC. Nice. So for my part, I haven't done as much as I want to. I wanted to get a lot of my backlog out for during my vacation, and I ended up just kind of binging Final Fantasy a lot more than anything. But I did get a few out. uh, I got I I started playing the Pokemon trading card online a little bit more. Got a little bit more into that. Um, and there's a couple can't think of uh, little indie games that I tried out of my backlog. Um, but the main thing, my main goal that I wanted to get done for New Year's that I did, I finally uh, remaxed my RuneScape account. Um, I my max cape got taken away right after I earned it with the release of Archaeology, and I finally hit 99 in my Archaeology and got my max cape back. Um, and I finally have pretty much caught up on Final Fantasy XIV. I'm in the post-main scenario um, content. I do have a lot of the raids uh, quests like unlocked. I just have to uh, get to the point where I can actually run the raid. Um, and then I'm about, I, I think, halfway through the post-main scenario content. So I'm just about up there. Um, and that's been where a lot of my focus is. I got my... I've got my Red Mage and my Black Mage both maxed out now, and I've been um, kind of just focusing on that for the most part. Final Fantasy stuff. All right. But I think that's going... Oh, go ahead. I realized, I think I spent like $400 on Steam games over the sale. Oh, Like, not even kidding. Like, and I've... uh, Some of them were like old games that I have played before, like uh, the Platinum Games, they had a whole Platinum Games bundle, so like Vanquish, uh, Bayonetta, uh, Metal Gear Rising, I've played them all before, and I've already played through Vanquish again, and I'm going to go back and play in the more mm. the harder difficulty. Um, I think I bought Dragon's Dogma to play through it again on PC. I spent, I, nice. I, I think this is the most I've ever huh. spent on like repurchasing games before to play through. I don't know what it yeah. was. It's just a lot of single-player games. Normally, I don't. Normally, I buy like weird multiplayer game cosmetics yeah <laughs> oh okay so just a side thing ori in the blind forest is on xbox game pass and so is the will of the wisp yeah both of them are i don't know if you guys have played the first one or not but it's a beautiful side scroller game I and... you, so now that i know that i'm going to download yeah it. man it, it's yeah. just yeah so throwing that out there beautiful game nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Cool, cool. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Please make sure you like and subscribe. Check out our main page on Facebook at facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. And of course you can look in the description and or comments for our various links to our Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, etc. Thank you so much, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye.